0: Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. The time has come to update our checklist for the Colts offseason. We're going to do that in just a moment. Then we're going to talk about the top targets Indiana basketball needs to focus on in the transfer portal. Got a surprise there for you. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now with Ken Sterling for Wednesday. March 30th, 2022, we're brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. Give them a call. You have a plumbing problem. They have a plumbing solution. 765-610-8809. Hit subscribe, hit the like button, ring the bell. Let's go. Let's talk about sports. If you want to donate, I'll see your question and I'll answer it immediately. There you go. Just hit the donate button. It is that easy. That way I see it. Okay, let's talk about the checklist for the Colts. I've got my pen. I've got my checklist. All right, Colts checklist. What they needed more than anything else is an upgraded quarterback. Did they get that? Carson Wentz gone to the Commanders. Matt Ryan in. Upgrade check. Nice. Good work by Chris Ballard. Getting draft equity for Carson Wentz and then only giving up a third rounder. In order to get Matt Ryan, they came out ahead in draft assets, and you get a better quarterback. That is good work by Chris Ballard. All right, wide receiver one. I am assigning, and this is just arbitrary, kind of, uh, Michael Pittman Jr. is wide receiver two. If you're going to go to the Super Bowl, Michael Pittman Jr. is going to be your second best weapon wide. All right? So wide receiver one. Still empty. There is no uh answer at wide receiver one right now. You've got Michael Pittman Jr., then you've got Des Patman, you've got Ashton Doolin, you've got not he's a terrific special teams player. I mean not to disparage Ashton Doolin. And then you got Michael Strom. You also have Kiki Kute. Look, these guys did not play. They were active scratches or on the practice squad for the duration of the 2021 season. If the Colts thought these guys could play dead, they would have played already. They haven't. Chris Ballard's got to go get guys, whether that's in the draft or in free agency. The free agent guys mostly take it up. The draft is where you get it, and we'll talk about that in a minute too. How about wide receiver three? A slot guy. You don't have a slot guy. Ashton Doolin isn't a slot guy. Michael Strahan. Des Patman, none of them slot guys. Maybe DeMichael Harris, but DeMichael Harris is another guy we didn't see on the field this past year. So, wide receiver three, no check mark. All right, tight end one. Do you think that Moali Cox can be the starting tight end? I don't know whether he can be the starting tight end, but I'm going to go ahead and say, okay, that Chris Ballard signed Moali Cox as a free agent. That's fine, he was going to be a free agent. You get Mo. When you get Mo, you get Mo. And Mo Ali Cox, he can catch the ball a little bit. We see the big giant hands. We've seen him do that, did that against the Raiders. And Jack Doyle retires, so that leaves you uh, tight end two. Can Kylan Grantson step up in class? I don't know. I think you got to go in the draft. And I'm going to say it. Every single uh, cast that we do, all right, Jeremy Rucker. That's your guy. Ohio State University, Jeremy Ruckert, is a, an improved version of Jack Doyle, potentially. Not necessarily right out of the crate, but he is a really good blocking tight end. All right, Ruckert, if you get Ruckert and you might be able to get him as deep as the fifth round, you feel very good. I'm going to leave that unchecked for the time being because I'm not convinced that Kylan Granson can take that role. Edge. You need the edge guy. Quitty Pay is he the edge guy? Is Dio Odengbo the edge guy? The Colts didn't think so. So they went out and got Yannick Ngakwe, who is a terrific Leo. That's the position at the edge for Gus Bradley in this system. Yes, Yannick Ngakwe, when the Colts played the Raiders this past season, we spent a lot of time talking about Ngakwe because he can raise all kinds of hell with, with a pocket. He can get a quarterback moving. And if he gets a quarterback moving, DeForest Buckner is going to have a hell of a year, right? You get a guy to step up in the pocket, DeForest Buckner is going to go get that guy. You collapse the pocket, you force him out, Yannick Ngakwe or Quiddipay is going to go get that guy. Hopefully Taekwondo Lewis is able to play, but we check that box. How about defensive coordinator? Matt Eberflus drove me crazy. I got to tell you the truth. The entire duration of his stay here with the Colts from 2018 forward. A lot of soft zone, a lot of giving up room underneath to move the chains. Third and eight, hey, third and eight, you set the corners and the safeties back 12 yards and you say, you know what, we're going to keep you in front of us, take the first down. I hate that kind of defensive football. It is over in Indianapolis, Gus Bradley coming in. Is an upgrade you pair him with John Fox, who was signed last week, hired last week as a senior defensive assistant? Check mark. All right, we checked that box. How about safety? You don't know whether you're going to need one because you don't know where Julian Blackman is in his rehab from Achilles surgery. He should be back in time for camp, right? Takes about nine months. We've learned that. If, if we have done nothing else. Over the last couple of years with the Colts, we've kind of figured out the timeline for Achilles injuries, surgery, rehabilitation, get back on the field. He should be back by camp. If he is, that's a good thing. Otherwise, Teron Matthew is still out there. I'm going to leave this blank. This isn't incomplete. It's not really not checking the box, but it's not checking the box. You know what I mean? We're kind of in a holding pattern where that's concerned. So... We've got checks at quarterback, tight end one, edge, which is, to tell you the truth, with tight end one, a little bit optimist. Uh, edge, check. Defensive coordinator, check. Safety, tight end two, wide receiver one, wide receiver three. Those four areas Chris Ballard has got to do something about at the latest when the draft occurs. And that is, uh, what is that? We got, what, uh, 30 days until the draft, first round of the draft. What do the Colts have that they can use to check these boxes? How about $22 million in cap space? Nice for the Colts. That's going to buy, that'll buy you Teron Matthew without a problem. How about number 42? You can go get a guy at 42 who's going to be a hell of a player even as a rookie. Look at 2019, that draft, right? In the second round, you had A.J. Brown go after 42. You had D.K. Metcalf go after 42. Terry McCorn go after 42. Sadly, you also had Paris Campbell go after 42 to the Colts. What are you going to do? You know, you can't, nothing you can do about that, right? There's, There's no fix for that, and it's not Paris Campbell's fault. We're not dogging him out. He's just injury prone. His body was not meant to play football in the NFL. It was meant to play college football, not in the NFL. That's the way it goes. Uh, Number 73, you can go get a guy in the third round, too, who can play wide receiver. McCorn, one of those guys taken in the third round in 2019. 2020, there were a couple of guys taken in the second round also, right? Michael Pittman Jr. being one of them. Uh, And then you've got Quentin Nelson. This bothers people. This makes people angry when we talk about trading Quentin Nelson and I can't figure it out because who the hell cares who plays left guard? Why is this even a priority for fans? I know it's a priority for a general manager who's putting together a roster. You've got to... He starts, for God's sake, right? But Quentin Nelson at left guard, how big an impact can he have upon your ability to win football games? If You can go get a top 12 draft pick. Moving Quentin Nelson might be a really, really good idea. The Vikings drafted 12. They've got enough uh, cap room to bring on Quentin Nelson's $13 million. How about the Jets at number four? Carolina at number six. Lions number two. Lions and the Jets. Jets are so poorly run. Maybe they would trade number four for a guard. I don't know. But really, it's Carolina, Vikings, If you can get those draft picks for Quentin Nelson, you say thank you very much, and you hang up the phone before they can reconsider. You get that deal done because not only can you go get somebody who's going to catch touchdown passes, you're going to go get a guy at receiver who potentially could be a Hall of Famer. That's what you're going to get at that level, potentially. Now you could also get a bust. But I think that Chris Ballard could go out and get a guy. I like the way Chris Ballard drafts, to, uh, to tell you the truth. A lot of you are going to say, what about quarterbacks? You traded Rocky a Now what are you going to do a quarterback? Hey, they've already gotten Brandon Faison. Nothing wrong with him. And, and this is Gus Bradley again. Gus Bradley coached, was a defensive coordinator for Faison with the Chargers, and then again last year with the Raiders. He's going to come to the Colts, and he's going to be decent. Isaiah Rogers is going to be good. Kenny Moore, we already know, is a Pro Bowl guy. I got no problem with the quarterback uh, guys with the Colts. So there you go. There they are. That's what you got. Um, look, Indiana basketball. Let's talk about Indiana basketball and the transfer portal. Here are the guys. According to 24-7 Sports, he did a really nice job at Pigs identifying these guys. All right, we're just going to list them real quickly, and then I'm going to tell you who they should go after. Okay, Tanner Holden of Wright State, also from Wright State. You, you've got another guy, but we're not going to worry about him. Uh, Jalen Bridges at West Virginia. Antonio Reeves from Illinois State. Tyreek Key from Indiana State. Jalen Llewellyn from Princeton. Peyton Sparks from Paul State. Uh, Michael Jones from Davidson, the shooter, uh, Sam McNeil from West Virginia, and uh, Trayvon Brazil from Mizzou. Here is who you need to go get if you wanted to. Com- if you want to compete at a high level, and you are Mike Woodson, none of them, none of them. Don't go get any of them. Do not rely on the transfer portal for anything. Those band aids do not make you healthier as a roster and as a basketball program. What they do is diminish the enthusiasm of the guys who are already there and want those minutes. If you go out, and I get it, you're one. You needed guys, and you're not going to be able to go sign a class and bring guys in that you wanted to coach. So you bring in Xavier Johnson, and you bring in Michael Durr, and you bring in Miller Kopp. What are you going to do? You need guys. And you can't go get like low-hanging high school fruit, because there is none, Tanner Bates kind of fell out of left field to IU when uh, Texas um, made their change at coach. And so, boop, in comes uh, Tamar Bates. I'm all good with that. That's fine. However, not anymore. you got guys who have been working for a year. You've been working with them for a year. The time to utilize the transfer portal to make this roster better has passed. And what the transfer portal actually does when you go get guys who are in it is you show that you are incapable of building a culture and getting grinders who are going to win you games in higher uh, number than you lose games in the Big Ten. That's what the transfer portal does. You got Jordan Geronimo busting his ass, I assume, right? You got guys like Tamar Bates busting his ass. Anthony Leal busting his ass. Uh, you got all these guys. Logan Duncan busting his ass. You're bringing in freshmen. And you're going to say, look, you guys got to have to take a seat because you aren't worth the crap because we couldn't develop you. And now we're going to bring in guys from the transfer portal over the top of you. No, no, and no. Do not do that. And in Indiana, they shouldn't have to do that. Indiana ought to be able to get the high school players it needs to compete successfully in the Big Ten, especially next year. Look, next year, not only is Brad Davison finally gone, right, from college basketball, not only is Jordan Bohannon finally gone, Iowa likely, well, they have lost. He's declared for the draft. He's going to be a top-ten pick. Keegan Murray, gone out of the Big Ten. Johnny Davis at Wisconsin, likely gone out of the Big Ten. Jaden Ivey, gone from Purdue. Uh, Malachi Branham and E.J. Liddell, Gone, in all likelihood, from Ohio State. Liddell's declared. I don't think Branham has. Maybe he has, and I missed it. Indiana has a chance to step up in class with their own. Don't corrupt your culture by bringing in somebody else's mistake or somebody who just wants a sniff of love from another program. Don't do it. The transfer portal is fool's gold. It's a Venus fly trap. You know, ooh, that smells very sweet. And you dive down there, and all of a sudden, the spines get you, and they eat you up. You're the fly in, in this case. Do that. A lot of, uh, by the way, uh, uh, Pacers, tonight, Denver at Cambridge Fieldhouse, let's go lose because the Pacers, then get a good draft pick if they just keep losing. Six games left. Let's see if we can't lose them all. And uh, a lot of rumors coming out of uh, Butler University and the basketball program that don't make me happy, but what are you going to do? We'll talk about that and more tomorrow morning. Breakfast with Kent, bright and early. Let's go. Let's enjoy ourselves. The weather is gorgeous. It's going to turn foul very quickly. Let's enjoy it while we got it. Step into the world of power, loyalty,